and welcome into another edition of Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined as always by Tiger Football Head Coach Josh Blankenship after last Thursday's 19-12 win over Westmore. Coach, let's go back. Uh, after you had the chance to watch film and kind of break down that game a little bit, what are some, some general thoughts from that contest? We did a lot of things really well, um, you know, especially going to the first district game, uh, being on the road again. Um, you know, we I thought we really stepped up uh, fast. Uh, we started the ball uh, with the ball on offense and marched down. Didn't finish, but we did get the three points. Uh, I thought defense was phenomenal all night long. It's a game of inches, and when you turn the ball over as many times as we did, you're going to be in a dogfight. And we were fortunate with as many times we turned the ball over to be in a fight. Um, but uh, the guys kept their poise and, and played the whole game and found a way to win it at the end. Yeah, I mean, it ended up being four fumbles in that game. Nobody had fumbled and lost it over the course of the year up to that point. It, was a, it just seemed kind of like an off night and kind of a goofy night in general. You know, there were a lot of things that went well, so then you've got those other weird things that happened that make it feel like it was a weird night, um, which it was. But when you come out with the win, that's a great thing. I, you brought up the, uh, the fact that we hadn't turned the ball over and by fumble going into the game. I almost said that out loud <laughs> going into the game, but wasn't going to let myself say it out loud in case that happens. So uh -huh. maybe I just should have said it out loud. So. Uh, man, maybe so. Uh, now we'll know for the future, I guess. You mentioned getting three points on that opening drive. Hunter Martin was uh, Martins was two for two in that game. He is three for three overall from, on field goals of the year. What's kind of his range, and and how rare is it to see a guy who is you know that ready to step into the moment as a kicker as just a sophomore? Been really proud of Hunter. Um, you know, the moment hasn't been too big for him. He's stepped up when we've asked him to go out there and kick those field goals. Um, you know, his range, you know, depends on the wind, the weather, uh, how good he's feeling. But uh, we're confident in him. Uh, you know, obviously four games in and we've used him in some critical moments and he stepped up. And he's, uh, it took him till last week to miss a PAT also. He's 11 for 12 PATs on the year, so good in that category as well. Now, uh, Griffin Stever's also been punting the ball at a pretty high level. That's That's been a, a plus so far this year. Uh, you guys as a team have returned a, a kick for a touchdown this season. Why have the special teams been able to be so effective through these first four games of the year? You know, that's a credit to our kids. They care. You know, um, that's the biggest challenge, I think, in special teams at this level is uh, getting 11 guys out there that want to give you everything they've got in that particular moment. And uh, our guys are bought into it. And when we focus on special teams, they, uh, they lock in, they pay attention, uh, they're very coachable, and then they give us great effort on Friday nights and Thursday nights. Nate Jones had the big day on the ground, 121 yards in the contest. Marion Horn added 60 of his own on the ground. Do you feel like you guys made strides in the running game last week? We did, and, and we even, as poorly as we played against Owasso, we felt like we found some things identity-wise that, that we can kind of live in. Um, obviously, we've got two very capable guys in Nate and, uh, and Marion. Um, so getting those guys the balls in any situation is a good thing, especially when you're kind of finding a rhythm in the run game. And then they were able to be effective in the passing game as well. RJ caught a couple of balls. Where do you feel like the passing game's at right now? Not where it needs to be. Um, you know, part of that was dictated by a really good scheme uh, that Westmore had. They, they basically either uh, want you to take your shots or try to run it against a nine-man box. And uh, that was kind of a pick-your-poison kind of deal. Uh, we hit a couple down the sideline, Marion being one of them, uh, RJ being another one of them. Um, so we've got to be able to take advantage when people want to do that to us and, and uh, continue to progress there. Steber's doing a great job. Got to keep progressing. You know, he's four games in as a starting quarterback, and he's going to keep learning. 
I remember a, a sequence of plays. I think it might have been in the third quarter. If, from y'all's perspective on the far sideline, you were moving left or right. I think he uh, maybe tried to hit RJ down the sideline and then ended up hitting Marion in the next play. But those guys were just looping in one after another. Like, yeah. what what does that give you in terms of you know weapons and the ability to to really test opposing corners when they you know they just ran all the way down the field? They got to come back and cover a fresh guy who's just as talented and fast. Right, and that's the purpose is is you want to kind of stack up your uh, your best threats down the sideline and and take advantage of the rules uh, at the high school level and. Uh, you know, it's not our original idea. We've borrowed it from everybody else that does it. and uh, Just one of those things that if we can catch them sleeping or catch them tired, we want to take advantage of it. We talked about uh, how many things went well. The run game certainly made some strides. Uh, but there were some struggles in the red zone, one for three in the red zone, and then just one for ten on third downs. What are you guys doing to kind of work on that and address that this week? Uh, sloppy play, cleaning that up. You know, one of the uh, stall outs was a, uh, uh, a lateral, uh, forward lateral that was a fly sweep that they ruled as a – a fumble, um, and that's how he saw it. Um, Should have been an incomplete pass. And that's why we do it that way. Um, so we got, we still got to clean that up. That doesn't excuse us from not pitching it and catching it. Um, there's some other things. Play calling-wise, I've got to do a better job of down in those situations. Um, but it's a matter of cleaning it up, um, calling some better plays, and just executing what we've got that we know is effective. You are watching Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We'll be back with more with head coach Josh Blankenship in just a moment. Finding your happy place is something special and different for everyone. You probably already know where to find yours, and TTCU Federal Credit Union can help you get there. Talk with our team. We'll give you the tools to build the financial future you want. So wherever your happy place finds you, TTCU will meet you there. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back. It's Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrand alongside Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. And coach, as we move over to the defensive side of the ball, uh, it's obvious, I think, at this point why OU recruited R.J. Spears Jennings to play on, on the defensive side. He had a, a massive game, couple of interceptions. What makes him capable of, of playing defense at the next level? He's an explosive player. Um, he makes an impact wherever he's at. Um, you know, the tricky part for us, and we look like either idiots or genius, you know, <laughs> geniuses for doing what we did or not doing it soon enough, whichever way you want to look at it. But uh, he makes an impact wherever he's at. Uh, we, we saw a need uh, that we thought he could fill, uh, obviously, in the playmaking department, but his physicality is, was the biggest reason why we wanted him over. And he's going to join us here uh, in just a little bit on, on this show. Uh, obviously, he made a couple of impact plays to, to help seal that game. But uh, what does having his athletic ability, his acumen on the defensive side, what does that allow the other 10 guys on the defense to do and, and Coach Vaughn to do scheme-wise? It allows them to do their jobs, um, you know, without worrying or pressing to try to do more than their job. Um, when you've got that guy roaming back there, uh, able to really account for a lot of things, um, it frees them up to do what they're asked to do. Now, uh, you guys held Westmore to just 27 yards uh, rushing in that game on uh, last Thursday night. Why were you able to be that effective in, in stopping the run? The guys showed up and played well. Uh, we were very gap sound. I mean, the guys that don't get the accolades are those defensive linemen that will take on double teams and then free up the other guys to make the tackles. Um, but they did their jobs. Uh, you know, they had a big challenge in front of them. That running back that Westmore has is very talented, very big and physical, and uh, the fact that we were able to corral him for that was, was a very positive thing. Yeah, he had really good size, threw the ball a little bit too, so he, <laughs> he did a little bit of everything in that game. Uh, Westmore's average yards to gain 
on third down in that game was 10.1. So on average, they, they needed to gain 10.1 yards to, to move the chains on third down. And their average first down gain was just 2.4 yards. So clearly some success early on uh, against the chains there. Uh, why were you guys able to effectively win first down and really kind of dominate first and second down over the course of that game? You know, I think this is very cliche, but I think the guys are settling into uh, what the scheme is, what Coach Mon wants them to do. Um, you know, they've, we've said this before, but they've, you know, been under four different coordinators in four years, and uh, that's a lot of different scheme. Um, so I feel like they're settling in and understanding what their roles are, what their jobs are, uh, and then they're playing hard and physical. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no match for that. When you're playing hard and physical, uh, you got a shot. Anything else that stood out defensively last week? Just the fact that our offense put them in so many bad situations and they didn't flinch. Um, it would have been very easy for them to have uh, lost their composure or been frustrated, but they continued to go out no matter the situation and perform. Absolutely, yeah, get some short changes and things of that nature as well. You're tuning to Inside Tiger Football. RJ Spears Jennings is coming up on the other side. This is Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Ribcrit. Just a reminder, there will come a time when they can no longer share a bedroom. That's why we have a complete array of home loans, so that dream of more space can come true. Right on time. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined now by senior wide receiver, defensive back, kick returner, whatever else he's asked to do, R.J. Spears Jennings. R.J., you had a, a couple of big plays down the stretch in that game the other night, knocked the ball away in the end zone, and then obviously had the interception that sealed it. I want to go back to the, the pass that you broke up in the end zone, because uh, from our perspective, it actually looked like he caught it. Uh, were you able to get a hand on that? Walk me through that play a little bit. Um, so we were a man, and my man ran out route, and so I seen the quarterback's eyes get big behind me, and then he ran a post. So I, I just ran back, ran back there, and just put my hand in there and just pulled through and ripped the ball out of his hands. And obviously, it prevented a touchdown. A, a touchdown, an extra point would have tied the game at that point. Uh, now you've played on both sides of the ball. Certainly, uh, you've made a huge impact at wide receiver. Uh, OU has recruited you to play on the defensive side. What do you have a preference one over the other? Or what What do you like about both? Um, I like defense because you can. Um, make a big impact every play. And then offensive-wise, you can make impact also by either blocking or catching the ball. Because if you're blocking, you can help the running back get off your butt and like score. Or if you catch the ball and make the first person miss, you have a high chance of scoring also. You like to hit guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a, anything. You always like to hear that from a safety. Obviously, you got some length as well. Uh, you, you had a pick six, so you, you uh, scored on the defensive side of the ball the other day. Walk us through that play early, uh, earlier, a little bit earlier on in the game, early second quarter. Uh, ball floated up near. You were able to take it to the house. Um. So we were in, I think, man also, and my coach was telling me all week to keep my eyes out the backfield. But the one time I didn't, uh, one time I was looking in the backfield, he got me on a corner route. And luckily, the defense got a, a QB pressure, and he got hit and lofted the ball up. And I thought I jumped too early, but I came down with the ball and just um, receiver instincts happened, and I just scored. You know, starts uh, starts the team off one and zero in district play. You got Gene coming in this week. What are you most looking forward to about this game? Um, Coach Blank, uh, his main thing is in football. Some only one thing is promising adversity. So let's see how we fight versus adversity because I think it's supposed to rain. So let's see how we can play in the rain. And Jinx has a lot of young talent, so see what we can do against them. 
It'll be a tough matchup, especially defensively against a talented quarterback wide receiver core over there. Uh, it's RJ Spears Jennings. RJ, thanks for the time. Thank you. Back with more in just a moment. You're tuned into Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back one more time to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib as we turn the page on the Westmore game and, and look ahead to the Jinx game. First of all, Coach, you get a home game this week. What's oh, that going to be like? I have no idea. I'm excited to find <laughs> out. <laughs> it should be fun. Finally get to uh, play one at Memorial Stadium after being on the road for, well, the road or by for the first five weeks of the season. Obviously, you have a very talented Jinx Trojan team coming in here. Uh, what do you see as some challenges from that side this week? You know, they're state champs, and uh... – you know, I think that gets lost sometimes uh, in translation as far as what that means to a program. They play like state champs. Uh, they really do. Um, they're very sound in what they do. They play very hard. Uh, they swarm to the football, unbelievable effort. Um, so, you know, that's in addition to their talent. You know, they're very talented as well. Uh, but the way they play is what's most impressive to me. They got a, a young and very talented quarterback that can throw the ball a little bit. Uh, you mentioned swarming to the football on defense. Uh, they they shut out Union the week after the Tigers played Union. Uh, what what challenges? What what kind of scheme are they running? What what are you facing defensively this week? I, again, it's it's just very sound. Um, you know, they don't do anything that's going to completely surprise you. Um, they've got the young quarterback that's very talented, and so they're doing some things I think that he's comfortable with. Um, but he's very good at it. You know, he's got a very quick release. Uh, he's very savvy in the pocket, very poised, especially for a young guy. Uh, so we've got our work cut out for us, but it, it's not a, a challenge of, you know, where they're going to surprise us with. It's a can we match their effort and match their, uh, you know, their want. Looking forward to bringing that one to you on AeroVision on Friday night. A home game for the Broken Arrow Tigers. We hope to see you all out at Memorial Stadium as well. That'll do it for this edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib.